Welcome back to another podcast of Daddy Central, where everyday dads come together to hear and talk about all things dads. I'm Caesar, and I'm Damien. How are you doing? It's great to be here again. Yes, it's been uh, it's been seems like an eternity. Well, we've had a little break. We, we have. We we've had a break because I've had the man flu. The man flu. The dreaded man flu. How are you holding up? It, it was terrible. I mean, I don't mind telling you. I, I, I know I told my wife many times how terrible it was, how awful it was. I know, because your wife told my wife. And, and it was. It was horrendous. Things that have gone through over the last week with this flu, it's just been... Puffy eyes. I, I don't know how I survived. bloated. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm obviously pretty exceptional to have come through it. That, yeah, that, look, that's really I, I don't know how you've done it. You know, all those Kleenex tissues and... You know, all the the nice teas that are being brought to you. I know. I well, Actually, what, what, what do you do when, you, when you've got a, a cold or flu? I, like, all joking aside, mm. what I try to do, because the man flu is such a specific thing. It's out there. Everybody refers to the man flu, and men get bagged out for the infamous man flu. For me, anyway, I downplay it. I always try to show, you know, actually, I, I'm okay. I'm I, okay. I'll, I'll survive. Don't worry about me, darling. Let's keep going forward. I think that that's how I do it. The reality <laughs> of it is I actually don't do it like that at all. It's like one of those Facebook uh, uh, posts that this is the way I think I look and then this is the way I actually look. Exactly. <laughs> you know, mentally I've, I've convinced myself that I really do play it down, that I'm actually a really good patient whenever I get... And it's not a man flu, it's a man cold. I had a cold. That, that's all it was. Um, but... I did try to play it down. I tried to not make a big deal out of it. But there were a couple of occasions over the last week where oh, I sniffed a little bit and I looked over at my sniffed? wife. You know, kind sniffled. of. Sniffled. sniffled. I, I, I sniffled. sniffled. I, I sniffled. Okay, you weren't at parties. Or oh, oh like no, no, I, I, no, 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 no. It, it, it was all official. No, no, like no the, okay. this is all good. This is all respect. At home, at home, at home. Yeah, at, at home. And, uh, and I looked over at my wife and she gave me a look as much as say, not again. You know, do not sniff one more time. I've heard enough sniffs. And in my brain, I was thinking, well, look, I, I've really been a good patient. But um, what I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, getting I'm present. Through it all. I'm, I'm getting it I'm, get through it all. <laughs> I'm present. I'm under this blanket on the couch while you're getting the kids ready for school. Hey, but, but I'm here. I've I'm got so, my socks on. My, I'm under the doona. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm, I'm just trying to do the right thing by the family by staying in one place and not. Not spreading the germs. So, I mean, what do you think? Is the man flu, as they call it, a myth or or is it a legend? No, no. Well, it is actually, from what I understand, and, and I, only because you brought the topic up, I haven't had a chance to research it. Not that I tend to research that much. However, I do believe that uh, in America, the one of the American colleges have been paid copious amounts of money to actually debunked that it is a myth. The man flu is actually real. Oh, so... So, guys, out, get out there, Google it. It is actually for real that the man flu is an actual It's a legitimate condition. 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 It's a condition. So, you know, if, if uh, our wives out there or our partners keep saying it's only the man flu, you can actually say that, no, it's not just the man flu. It is an actual condition. 
<laughs> and demand your rights you to know, be I, allowed to be sick. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I got, I got to put it on the line right now that the likelihood that that's going to get any sort of support, really. Hey, darling, look, I, I have this here. I'm on Wikipedia right now, and it says <laughs> that what I'm feeling right now is actually... And that's l- why this podcast is for all the guys out there that need somewhere to go and feel the love. The, to the feel genuine... To feel like you're not on your own. Yeah, that's right. You, you are accepted for it, who you are. This is a community. Exactly. A community of dads. It's exactly. A- and anyone around the world listening to the podcast, please let us know uh, how you deal with, uh, with the man flu. All right. So man flu aside, let's talk about some serious issues here. Issues. 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 <laughs> On top of the man flu, I, I hurt myself this week. And I thought I would bring it up because um, I think a lot of dads out there and a lot of men out there kind of fall into this trap. And you might be able to shed a bit of light here, Caesar. Right. I decided to take up sport for the first time in 20 years. Jo- joined the soccer team. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. All right. So I, I joined. I mean, it's a traditional thing. This is what people do. They join soccer teams. Uh, somebody comes up to me, you, you know, comes up to you and says, hey, do you want to play soccer? It's easy. Yes. It's just a couple of us playing, you know, a couple of dads. They all, they all sell it like it's just a couple of old dads. Yeah, it's, just... it's, it's light. And then all the dads go out there and dads always get injured. Yeah. And I got injured. So, um, and I, I, I don't know what you, what do you think about this? The whole idea of dads in their 40 pluses suddenly deciding to take up sport that they haven't played in 20 years. Or at all. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? No, no, no not you. Um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, uh, look, I've, got a, I've, got, a, I've got a few friends. I've got a few friends that have been in your position where they've said, yes, I'll do that. I can do that. I remember when I was in high school and I, or when I was playing after school or on weekends. I can imagine them just all of a sudden t- being taken back to that paddock running around on the field, kicking the ball. <laughs> that paddock. Where, where were these we guys? Call it, okay, we call it paddocks. <laughs> we call it paddocks, uh, the, the grounds. So, right, uh, right. And, and they're running around in, in full pace with, you know, full hair and just nice and fit. You know, you could yeah. run forever. Yeah, that's right. You know, where the only time you stopped was if a young woman was looking and you just needed to check yourself a little bit and then get going. But um, I've got a fr- another friend who was uh, playing last year, actually two friends, one who was actually out in the field and one who was playing a goalkeeper. And uh, one played uh, for about 15 minutes on the field before he, his legs gave out and then the other uh, goalkeeper barely made it to the goal before the, uh, the whistle was even blown and he was, he was off. So quite amusing. So what happened to you? you got to tell me. Uh, you know, it was just uh, a sprain more than anything else. It was just, I, I actually, uh, personally, I think the ground wasn't very level. Um, I actually, I don't think it was me. Uh, I think I just came down hard on a hole in the ground. Right, a divot. A divot in divot. the ground right. and uh, sprained my ankle. Right. Which is nothing major, but I notice nowadays... Well, that you need it, your ankles to run. So well, you do need them, but I, I notice that more and more as we get older... Injuries take a lot longer to <laughs> to get better. I, I, it's I like, like a hangover. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it's, it's like it's, a hangover. It's right up there with hangovers. <laughs> oh wow! But 
I remember there was a, there's a comedian and I, I can't remember his name, but it was incredible because he said, you know, when, when you're in your 20s, you know, you'll go in with a complaint with your leg and your doctor will say, this is great. No worries. What we'll do is we're, we're going to x-ray it. Then we're going to put, jo- uh, you know, pins in here and we're going to put it, stabilize it and get it all back in the ship. And he said, you know, when you turn 40, you go into the doctor with the same complaint. They say, ah, it's just old age. <laughs> you know. they, but they look at you. They, 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 they look at you as if they're passing judgment. So in your 20s, it's like, mate, you'll be right. Don't worry about it. You're young. You'll, you'll mend quick. You'll be out playing again and give it another week. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. When you're in your 40s, not that it's happened to me because I, I don't, you know, I just like to watch. So if I if I hurt myself, it's because I'm probably carrying a couple of beers or a couple of extra hot dogs that I'm hiding from my wife. I mean, well, that can uh, be getting... and, and I slip, you know. I've hurt myself, injured. However, um, if you in your 40s go to the doctor with a you know sprained ankle a torn hamstring or something wrong with your knees i think that they would look at you and think really you are playing soccer or you're playing rugby league really yeah well yeah exactly the doctor looks at you as much as say are you ridiculous? <laughs> are you are you a twit? Yeah, really, <laughs> no, really, really. You, Look at the age of you. you you're playing sport. <laughs> I, you even think the doctor's looking at you as much as saying, "Hey, you look older than your actual age." The, the, year, in, the years haven't been kind to you. You're in no condition to be running around. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked at yourself in the mirror recently? Yeah, it's. Uh, it, uh, it would be it would be hard to uh, to get into it again. Um, you know, look because you, I've. I work in in sales, and I always need to, you know, be in conversation with clients and whatnot. And um, you know, people say, you know, of course you can do it, and or you should be able to do it. And they say, yeah, but you know, I also should be able to do a lot of things that I that I used to be able to do, but I can't. Yeah. For example, I used to be able to run the hundred and ten meter hurdles in a decent enough time, not not an Olympic qualifying time, but it was there were good times when I was sixteen. Now. I can do the 110 meter hurdles. I just just have to walk and uh, um, pick them up along the way. <laughs> so, you know, so there's no running involved. There's just walking. Just just grab it. <laughs> pick it up along the way. You're, you're part of the cleaning community. Uh, you, you know, when the kids are all finished, little athletics, you're, right. you're the one. I'm the one. You're picking it up. You're not running. You're not jumping. You're just you're well, just along the way. taking a handful and go. So no, but look, it, it is it is uh, it is good that you you've tried to uh, get back into the. Uh, the sporting arena. Yeah, but, you know, that's the whole thing as well. You get back into the sporting arena and it almost immediately get back out of it. It kind of spits you out. <laughs> it, 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 that's exactly. <laughs> takes you... <laughs> Just as quickly. The, the sport, this is the sporting arena's way of saying, you suck. You suck, man. <laughs> You're a, you don't deserve to be what here. What the hell are you doing here? You are a spectator and you're good at it. Now go and sit down on the sidelines. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, I've got a question for you. Um, I, I, I sing. You know I sing. Mm-hmm. I, I do it as a job. That's, that's my job. I sing and I, I perform. And uh, as a singer, one of the things that happens, you know, as, as, as we said, I get the man flu. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing that goes is my voice. And uh, when you got kids, that is a, a terrible thing to go because kids don't seem to cop on that that's actually a real sort of ailment. Dad, dad. 
bad. I, I mean, have you ever found that with with uh, with your guys that uh, your ailments really don't mean anything to them? <laughs> you know, like they they don't see it as being anything really consequential. Like my my kids will turn around to me and say, "Tell me a story, tell me a story." And if I've lost my voice, uh, I can't tell them a story. Yeah, yeah look, I, I think it's uh, it, it's quite hard to. My my situation is obviously a little bit different to yours because even though I I'm in sales and I need to be doing sales pitches and conversations and and whatnot, it is a little bit different. Um, I just for me I I suppose very similar to you. I can't afford to be sick. Yeah. But mine's a little bit different where I can get away with talking, you know, with with a raspier voice and so on. Whereas, you know, yours is the uh, as everyone says, the voice of an angel, which kind of makes me, you know, uh, and it, how does one and, voice sound? And, but, and sorry, where are yours? Yeah, so, where, where do you do your sales? Which phone line is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you reached the season. <laughs> so it's um, but it, it is it is very hard because they want to, and it's Murphy's law that they're always going to want you to be there. And talking to them, and or they're going to be there talking to you when you're sick, whether whether you've told them and or whether they've seen it, it's just unfortunately that that's just the way they're going to be. Yeah, I mean they're funny, aren't they? Uh, I I broke my arm um, this time last year, mm. and I think in the last twelve months I've carried the kids more than I ever had prior to break my arm. It, when it, they it, were bigger. It, they're, they're, they're bigger, they're taller, they're <laughs> heavier. heavier and, and it happened to be the year that I broke my arm was the one year that they seemed to want to be carried yeah, more. Yeah, that's right. Kids seem to, you know, they seem to hone in on these things, but, you know, indirectly. Uh, actually, speaking of which, um, I, I read something. This is back to me reading uh, ridiculous things on the internet. <laughs> but I read this thing, um, and I, I don't know what you think about this, but... Uh, you know, there's been this argument all through the years about uh, there's a bond between a mother and a child and a father and a child that are entirely different. Yeah. Because they, a lot of people claim that, you know, the mother has a maternal instinct, that it just comes about. Now, I read something really interesting about right. the paternal instinct. Okay. And did you know this? This is a pretty random, a random thing I'm bringing up here. But when, from the moment you find out that your partner's expecting a baby... Do you know that your testosterone level drops? Uh, I thought you were going to say testicles, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know testicles, they yeah, start with a test. They've got tests. And <laughs> they both hang low. <laughs> well, you know, apparently, um, from a, a guy's point of view, a guy will actually all, already start adjusting to the new life. And that's part of it because... <laughs> and it just progressively gets worse, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the testosterone. The more it's pregnant, it. pregnant you are, the, I, I, the worse I, it gets. I, I, it must be. I mean, <laughs> I never knew this. I never knew this. But the whole thing was that the the person who wrote the article was actually putting an argument to say that dads have a natural paternal instinct, and, and it's even biological in the fact that uh, testosterone drops. Uh, apparently, if uh, a dad spends sixty seconds with their child. Actually, you know what? That's probably that can't be right. Um, <laughs> if a dad spends sixty minutes, it must be one hour, surely. It can't yeah. be sixty seconds. If if the dad spends sixty minutes with their child, uh, and then you take the child away and you blindfold them and bring in a whole bunch of children, that the dad will be able to touch their feet and um, will be able to identify identify its own child. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose it. it kind of stands to reason you, you you do have that that instinct um i know that when my son 
isn't well and we've put him to bed and it's it's just something I feel. Like if, if I don't feel, uh, if I don't hear him, I feel that he might not be 100%. I just kind of go silent and, and just keep an ear out and then all of a sudden I, I hear him stirring. Not so much at two or three o'clock in the morning. That's that's my wife that hears that, and then I feel her <laughs> All right. telling me. To, <laughs> you get the nudge. Dude, I get the you nudge. Get the, oh, nudge would be okay. It's the you, you, it's you. with the fist or the the elbow, the the sharp part of the elbow. Yeah, but wait, uh, for everybody who's listening, you don't. A lot of people don't know this, but you wear a Darth Vader mask, don't you? Uh, yes, night. I do. My apnea mask. <laughs> I I affectionately known it uh, know it as a Darth Vader Darth mask. Vader, yes, yes. It's uh, but you know what? It, it helps me. Uh, it, it's it's kept my relationship going for a long time. <laughs> well, that's true. It, it <laughs> is. True. It was. It was. Uh, I do have severe apnea, so it, it's something that. Well, um, it's very common. It is actually very very common, and uh, amongst men, it is as well, because you hear about a lot of uh, couples, husbands and wives, as, as the years go on, much later. Uh, they end up in separate rooms. Oh, absolutely! Because, uh, but due to and, and depends on the severity. Look, yeah. uh, obviously, I'm not not a an absolute picture of health. I, I'm uh, I am overweight, and uh, my my wife keeps uh, in the nicest possible way telling me to uh, keep going to the gym. You're doing really, really well, and uh, <laughs> so as, you know. But that that aside, apnea does affect all age levels. All fitness levels and body types as well. Yeah, so it's absolutely. Not, it's not just necessarily uh, in in overweight men, but also when when I went and had my test done, the uh, the doctor was telling me that there was a twenty eight year old lifesaver who was had severe apnea to my level, probably, oh, wow. probably okay. a little bit worse. So from his point of view, he said, "Look, it's not great, but it's you know losing a little bit of weight will actually help." Yeah, but it's not necessarily because of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so absolutely. everyone does really need to be very, very conscious of and, and aware of it. My wife was the one who who brought it to my attention when we first met. Did you used to find that you could doze off very easily? Very easily. I mean, do you still find that? No, not necessarily. No, I mean, not, look, for me, it's it's sometimes it's because now it's only because of the baby, but yeah, it, not because of the the apnea because I'm actually getting a, a very, very good night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, my my wife's um, dad. Uh, has had sleep apnea all his life. Mm. And she tells stories all the time of how they would do long drives and they'd have to pull over, yep. you know, a half an hour into the drive uh, because he'd have to, he just couldn't. You cannot. It's just one of those things. He goes off. Like I'm, I was driving home one night with my wife. We'd gone out and, and I'd met her out and so on and so forth after work. And on the way home, I fell asleep at, at the wheel at at. Uh, the intersection. So we were coming home after dinner. Uh, I was at the intersection uh, in uh, behind her, and uh, she rings me on my phone and said, "Wake up!" Oh. So I'd actually nodded off and fallen asleep. Oh man, that's terrifying. So it, it, it is. It is uh, a condition that everyone does need to be aware of. Yeah. If you snore, it doesn't necessarily mean you have apnea, but it has uh, generally means that Connections you with it. could. Yeah, a good probability that you could. I mean, that's terrifying, isn't it? You know, to be driving, I mean, that, that's the ultimate fear, really, if you're driving anywhere, so you, you'll doze off. It's... I never used to be able to drive. I couldn't get to, say, for example, from the city to get to Sutherland, for example, without being in a situation where I was falling asleep. So I remember going down to Wollongong one day for a conference and saying to one of my colleagues, you drive, I didn't make it to Sutherland. Oh, and wow. I was, I was out. 
Wow, that's I, I, well. I've always been the opposite. I, I mean, I'm, what is this? What's the opposite? Well, I, I, insomnia. Insomnia. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I've I've been a terrible sleeper for years. Mm. Uh, it, you know, when my wife and I first met, uh, she would wake up in the middle of the night, and I go, "Hey, how are you doing?" <laughs> I'd be wide awake right <laughs> beside her, and this could be at any time in the night, and and she's often <laughs> joking, <laughs> <about, laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, it's great when when the kids come along, because. Uh, uh, but interestingly, I don't know if it's, uh, um, I don't know if it's just getting older, but as the years have gone on, I'm a great sleeper now. But when I was younger, I couldn't sleep at all. Mm. Um, and I'm noticing that with my own kids. Uh, so it must be something that you pass Genetic. on to your kids as well. That, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it, look, it could be. Uh, everyone, everyone's a little bit different and, you know, we all have our own traits. All right, it's that dreaded time. I know a lot of people uh, at home are getting ready to fast forward this podcast just through the next two minutes because they're dreading what the dad joke may be this week. But I think that a lot of dads are going, get me my pen, get me my pad. I think I'm you're right. writing this shit down. You know what? This I th- is gold. I think you're right. I think I, I like where you're coming from. And... You've got the ultimate joke, don't you? Well, this is, uh, I'd, I'd like to claim it, but, and then uh, actually, you know what? I am going to claim it, and I'm not going to even tell you where, where I got it from. But I think that this is a great joke. Makes me laugh all the time. Makes my kids laugh all the time. But uh, here we go. All right, so where do bees get their milk from? I don't know. Where do bees get their milk from? Boobies. Oh my goodness, I'm even coughing. There you go, that's it. It's there official. It brought on a cough. That that was the extreme of it. There you go, there you go. So how many how many coughs do you do you get? You get you, the you more got, coughs you get, the, the, the better. You got it two is. coughs on that one. There you go, two All right. three. I'm gonna try one uh, now. I'm going from memory. So um, there's three guys that get onto a hot air balloon. Okay, they go off of the sky. One's from Scotland, one's from England, and one's from Australia. Anyway, they're flying up in the sky. And uh, they discover that when they're way up there, the balloon starts to lose altitude. They go, oh, no, no, we're in big trouble. We need to lose some weight. We've got to do something about it. So the guy from England pulls out a sword and throws it over the edge. He had a sword. He happened to have a sword. The Australian uh, had a big, huge knife, and he threw it over the edge. And, uh, and the, the Scottish guy, he had a hand grenade, and he threw it over the edge, and Thankfully for all three of them, everything worked out well. That loss of weight helped them to fly where they needed to fly. Anyway, when they went home that evening, the English guy went home to his wife and she was in tears. She was absolutely devastated. And she said to him, she said, oh, the most terrible thing happened today. Uh, My mother was out walking down the street and from the sky, a sword came and stabbed her right through the heart and she died. And he was devastated. Uh, as for the Australian guy, the Australian guy went home to his wife and she was in absolute tears. And he said, what happened? And she said, you won't believe it. Uh, out of nowhere, it's, a knife just flew from the sky and stabbed mam and killed her. <laughs> well, the Scottish guy went home and when he got to the house, he could see his wife and she had her hands in, you know, covering her face, and it looked like she was crying her head, crying her head off. But as he got closer, she was laughing hysterically, and he said, "What, what, what, what's going on?" And she said, "You won't believe it. My dad farted and blew up the whole house." <laughs> <laughs>
And here we are, <laughs> week four, and this is where we, where we land. <laughs> and here here we are. <laughs> so these are jokes for a generation. You know, there's nothing like a good fart joke. I reckon. There's nothing like a good I fart mean, it's, joke. it's it's they've stood the test of time. Everybody knows. Look, that. the reality is, no matter no matter what sound, wet, dry, clenched butt cheeks, no matter what it is, a fart joke is always going to be good. And there's nothing better than a fart sound. (laughs) Well, actually, and on that merry note, guys, thanks a million for listening in. It's been a a great time chatting. We're going to be back next week. Uh, We've got some great interviews coming up over the next while. We've been promising them for a while, um, but we're we're about to do it, aren't we? Yeah, we're just getting everything together. And uh, uh, it's all about uh, timing. And and as you guys know, that dads uh, from all walks of life have just different uh, restrictions in time so you know they can't always get here on time but yeah we will certainly make sure that that when they do get here we will share their their uh, advice and and their lives and and so on just to make sure that we're imparting some some everyday people's uh, uh, lives with you and experiences and of course there is a uh, man flu epidemic out there at the moment so all the dads out there, look after yourselves. Keep well, keep Plenty warm. Honey, lemon. Honey, lemon, and lots of, uh, you know, pampering around the house, soup, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. But uh, from me, Damien. And me, Caesar. Look after yourselves. See you soon. Take care.